Music with the message on the Messenger of Good News. We are worldwide at KFUO.org, AM850 here in the St. Louis region. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to talk with you today. It's good talking with you, too. And you have a live nativity coming up real soon, don't you? We sure do. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we have it on December the 18th. It's a Saturday evening. Okay. From okay. 5 I, I have to 9 a question about I'll let you say that again, but I just had this thought. Yeah. Is yeah. Max the donkey or Jack the donkey going to be there? Well, he <laughs> might make an appearance. Okay. <laughs> Good old Jack aspirations. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Max the cabbie. <laughs> who, uh, yeah, Max the cabbie. Cherry people. Jack the... Carries people the stars, is that right? Yeah, Jackson. <laughs> he wants to be the donkey to the stars, and and Max is a local guy who's tells is telling us the story about uh, about Jack. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you listen on Monday afternoons at this time, uh, my guest for the last couple of weeks has been Max the donkey. So I'm just curious if any of those donkeys are going to make it. So you will have not, donkeys not, though, yeah, right? Yeah, we we will have real donkeys. <laughs> okay. uh, we will. So uh, sheep, donkeys. Um, calves and a, a full-size camel this year, from what I understand. Okay. So this is this is truly a live nativity. Um, then we're going to have costume characters too. We'll have Mary and Joseph, uh, of course, shepherds. Even the wise men we're going to throw in there, even though they didn't come till a little later. I, I realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, searchlight. So just follow the searchlight over to us. Of cookies, hot chocolate, music throughout the evening. So it's it's a neat event, and it coincides with what happens in our neighborhood. In St. Louis Hills, right. which has some beautifully lit streets. Uh, so come check out the lights in the neighborhood. Come shop, stop by the Live Nativity and uh, Ted Drew's Frozen Custard Boy just down the street too. Make mm-hmm. a night of it. Yeah. Um, 5 to 9 p.m. On what day I started? I interrupted you when you were saying Oh, the no date. problem. Yeah. Uh, December the 18th. So Saturday, December the 18th. Saturday, December the 18th. Good. And you may you may see Max the Donkey. So that's you the next night if you're lucky. That's the uh, next you, Extra benefit, maybe. I know, and you might also see uh, Pastor Jolly John Lacumsky. Oh, good. Too. He plans to stop by. Well, you so. know, he'll probably he'll probably have Max the donkey bring him there. <laughs> Knowing John, he probably will. So, anyway, last week we read Ezekiel ten to twenty one, and uh, you said that there's going to be some challenges in our readings. There was there's visions. Uh, so you were going to explain some of those uh, challenges and visions. Uh, that were in our reading over the last week. Thanks, Gary. Yeah, I'll do my best. There is some crazy stuff in the book of Ezekiel. In fact, according to traditionalist, uh, Jewish rabbis uh, restricted who could read the book even. You had to be at least 30 years old before you could read certain chapters in the book of Ezekiel. Uh, because some of it is just so bizarre, it seems, and uh, difficult to understand. Uh, visions, and most of those visions are about judgment. Uh, God's judgment on Judah, God's judgment even on Jerusalem. talks about the glory of the Lord leaving the temple, uh, the temple there in Jerusalem. So usually the visions are even bad news. So even with all these different visions, perhaps hard to understand, it's still the word of the Lord, still God's word. We still let Scripture interpret Scripture. So we we look at those verses that might have more clarity uh, first, and then we interpret those that might be a little more unclear in light of the ones that are clear. So we still use these same principles or interpreting the Bible to, to understand it. And, of course, the work of God in our lives and the power of the Holy Spirit speaking through his word to give us understanding, too. What I wanted to focus on, Gary, uh, is some of the good news, though, some of these 
some of the, the gospel news, good news, even in the midst of visions and even in the midst of judgment. Um, one of our members here at church was reading through, uh, following this reading schedule too, uh, through God's word. And they said, well, pastor, I'm getting Ezekiel. Where's, where's the good news? Is this bad news after bad news? Uh, but here, the good news does shine through, okay? So I want to focus on two different sections, Gary, where, where we hear that, okay? Okay. So the first one is in chapter 11, uh, chapter 11, verses 19 and 20. And uh, in the midst of a judgment on wicked counselors and all these other things, we hear these words finally in, in chapter 11, verse 19. And I will give them one heart and a new spirit I will put within them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes and keep my rules and obey them. And they shall be my people and I shall be their God. So this is good news. It's, it's a heart transplant. Uh, the great physician, our Lord and God, is going to take out that heart of stone, that heart of idolatry, that heart that seeks after other gods, and give them a heart of flesh, a new heart. And with that new heart that God gives them, a heart of faith even, then there's a change in behavior. Uh, it talks about walking their statutes, keeping the Lord's rules, obeying them. So that's good news, a glimmer of hope there. Uh, and I think we can think of, when we apply this to our lives, we think of baptism. We think about how God makes us a new person through water and his word. And through that new person and the Holy Spirit even dwelling in us, we have a changed behavior too. That changes who we are, who we are in Christ, who we are as God's baptized people. I think that's one glimmer of hope in the book of Ezekiel. Be beautiful array of hope in Ezekiel. Here's another one in chapter 18. Verses 21 to 23. And here's what the Lord says. It, it seems as though that the people are getting frustrated with God. It seems as though they even thought that maybe God was taking pleasure in punishing them and pleasure in, in uh, just allowing bad things to happen to Judah. And here's what God says. All right. He says, uh, chapter 18, begins with verse 21. But if a wicked person turns away from all the sins that he has committed and keeps all my statutes and does what is just and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him. For the righteousness that he has done, he shall live. And then verse 23, especially, I think is important. It says, have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord God, and not rather that he should turn from his way and live. And so God says, do I take pleasure in the death of the wicked? Do I take pleasure in punishing people? Well, of course not. But no, rather they turn from their way and live. And I think that's just a beautiful verse. It reminds us that um, God is not neutral toward us. It's not like he doesn't care whether we go to heaven or hell or, or whether we turn from our wicked ways or not or whether we believe in him or not. No, no. Instead, he rejoices when the wicked turn from their ways, when they repent when they live. Uh, it's a God of love, a God of grace. And so we, we think of the wicked turning from their ways and in, in the midst of those wicked, I think we could count ourselves. <laughs> you know, God takes pleasure when we turn from our wicked ways and we live, live in him. Uh, so it's a call to repentance because that's what God wants for us. He wants us to turn from our wicked ways and to live, <laughs> to live. Uh, it's a God of grace, a God of mercy, a God of, of love uh, for all people. Uh, and we see that even in the Old Testament, and we see it even in the book of Ezekiel, that this isn't just God's desire that all people live, Jew and Gentile, in 
the New Testament, but even in the Old Testament, and still today, obviously, too, that all people uh, will live. Uh, so, again, some rays of hope, some rays of God's grace and mercy, even in the book of Ezekiel. Would you like to lead us in prayer as we wrap up this segment? Sure, Gary, I'd be happy to. Uh, Lord, um, our lives sometimes reflect the book of Ezekiel. Uh, sometimes there uh, seems to be despair. Sometimes there's things that confuse us uh, that happen in life. Uh, sometimes it seems as though um, we're even being disciplined by you, perhaps. Uh, but yet, Lord, there is rays of hope, uh, even in the midst of our lives, those rays of hope that come through your word and uh, come even in the, this book of Ezekiel. Uh, give us eyes to see this, gives us ears to hear it, gives us hearts to accept it, even as you create new hearts in us uh, through water and your word and through your son, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. What's our reading for next week, Matt? So next week we continue in Ezekiel. So hang in there, listeners, as we go through Ezekiel 22 through 34. And again, next week we'll try to pick up on some of those bright spots uh, in the book of Ezekiel. Sounds great. Well, I look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds good. Listener supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.